How's it going, bro? Welcome everyone um, to. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, I, was, I was gonna do like a big intro and then let you go in after that. But no, just welcome to Geektastic Cipher, uh, your nerd podcast of the week. I hope every Wednesdays here on the YouTube's live, and you're gonna be re-released on Fridays. Uh, Jaws, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, Dave. And yeah, how about you? Not bad, man. It's been a freaking week. I could tell you that. <laughs> ups and downs week. ups and downs so many damn emotions in this weird nerd life that we live in <laughs> it's and it affects everywhere whether it's your whether it's as as wrestlers or as freaking nerds of comic-con like which actually wrestlers invaded comic-con there's actually a side note with a uh, aww that we could say in a after this but i think we got to mm-hmm. hit this big news Go for although it. there was a lot of things going on i think the concept for us the new ceo in talent relations the two newly appointed uh, places in WWE, Stephanie McMahon being the new co-CEO and Triple H officially being head of talent relations. Mm-hmm. After this whole Vince thing happened, which was just <laughs> like, let's just be honest, like yeah. to a certain degree, you know, I don't like to ever say it's good when something dies, but maybe a certain degree of like fraternity in that organization may have mm. finally, hopefully finally died in that because we all know, I mean, Anyone who reads the dirt sheets and knows how to read between it, lines, like there's things. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not even dirt sheets anymore. It's like Wall Street Journal was coming out, like, "Hey, we got some really big bombshells to to really uh, to really set it off uh, on the WWE." And then it was really interesting because the way Vince left, he didn't just leave on the Friday. He left when the markets closed in the states, and mm-hmm. then he released something, and then bounced. As to like not shake up the uh, the stock, basically. Right. At least that's what it seems like. I mean, right. from what I've been seeing and reading and uh, well, listening, he, he does anything for a dollar. I think we could agree on that. Very, very much calculated. He's not. He's he's crazy, but I don't think he's stupid. I don't think you he's insane. I mean? He's crazy, mm. but he's not insane. You know, like a crazy <laughs> person just does crazy things. Yeah, but it, it's he's definitely a, calculated. It's definitely yeah. like okay. There's a lot of heat on me right now. Um, and also, you know, WWE is a publicly traded company now. So they yeah. have a board. They have a, a they have somebody to answer to. They have people that are expecting money from them for investing in them. So um, from what I was reading and seeing, it's definitely uh, the board either pushed him out or mm-hmm. people are like, hey, man, you got to like step down before everything hits the fan. And so that's what it seems like. And I'm I'm surprised like not sh- like i'm surprised shocked and kind of happy that triple h has the position he has now because uh he got fired from it not too long ago no yeah. he got like he well he was he was in a like you know he was he was head of like everything in nxt so this is funny so obviously uh, let's do a little timeline right like obviously mm-hmm. they do nxt it is hunter's baby that thing goes off the rails it even gets to the point where they're getting indie guys and like showing WWE basically that these indie guys are actually really, really good. Yeah, exactly. They're different. They, they are really the, if it wasn't for NXT, there wouldn't be different shapes in right. WWE right now. And I mean, actual shapes. Cause there was always like a cookie cutter type style. They wanted the wrestlers to be. Mm-hmm. And because uh, the performance center slash NXT took in anyone who was more committed to, I find like the craft, as opposed to like making a dollar, you right. just have all these like pretty consistently good wrestlers that as long as you 
don't bury them in horrible storyline because like <laughs> we can name a bunch of people like oh yeah this didn't do good i'm like oh yeah do you remember what they gave him mm-hmm, like exactly how was he how was he supposed to survive oh like, what was know? what was the guy that they kept giving crap to and he just kept uh, making gold out of uh, it was it sandow i think yeah yeah it was. like <laughs> it even got to a point where like straight up like so first of all he killed it like honestly the beginning of sandow's run which is a perfect example it's like mm-hmm. You could tell he had talent. All you had to do was like identify the talent, identify the strengths and weaknesses, which he had so many strengths at the time. Because mm-hmm. he's gone downhill because I think he's he maybe down right now on the Indies. He's probably become bitter about the whole yeah. thing that happened to his career. But to, to say that's a whole other discussion. But he had a great gimmick and everything. And then you're, they're like, oh, we're lazy now. And it went degraded, degraded, went to the Miz, then went to the Chameleon <laughs> or Morph. Every week they gave him, a, they're like, Oh, you did that impression? Good. Let's do another impression. He's like, okay. And then everyone's like up on it. And he's there like, we'll do another. And he's like, okay. And then he kills it. And you're like, like, guys, like, I'm good at my job. Yeah, like, exactly. You, then like, can you, we just like, like, you gave me money in the bank. I don't know why you made me lose. I didn't make that decision. And since then, I've been getting shit. But like, I was gold before. What, what do yeah. you want from me? We don't like you. You're fired what (laughs) it doesn't make any sense it didn't make any sense and uh the fact the fact that he's supposed to be second banana to the miz and then he gets bigger than the miz (laughs) and then he does the miz then he does the miz in the role because he then starts impersonating him like it's (laughs) oh man but anyway so back but back to it like well first of all so all that to be said like hopefully Hmm. the reign of vince is like gone and passed although some people online have speculated that like you yeah nothing's really changed nothing's changed he's (laughs) controlling stephanie and hunter which is potential yeah well because well because even though um when this thing when this thing with him and the allegations and stuff started coming out he uh he basically kind of stopped I guess he stopped going to work, but he was still kind of in charge of stuff. It was very weird. And then he finally, okay, I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah. It's basically, like, he was like, sh- but did you, it basically is like, how long can I do this? And then he realized like, no, I can't fuck around. Oh no, I'm going to ruin it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because like he went on, he went on both Raw and SmackDown the week it was announced just to say hi. Yeah. So I remember I was seeing a meme online where he's, he, I guess he looks like he's skipping off the, the 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 ring or something down the stairs and then people are putting him in like double dutch scenarios just cropping him into a bunch of different stuff of him just like ah, 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 just having fun and i'm like what the heck's going on (laughs) but like anyways i i I don't want to talk about this speculation of that because i find for it to be complete work yeah complete work imagine no well what's even funny like what's even funnier is that um people are bringing up all this old stuff like oh remember the wwf uh magazine where like there's a picture of steph on it and she has like her dad's picture and she's like putting a flame to it it's like oh there's a new boss in town and (laughs) and there's another one where it's her her triple h have their arms up in the air and and vince is like on dead on the floor and uh in the ring like like on a mat (laughs) yeah just everyone just digging up all this old stuff just like yeah (laughs) but uh because like but all kidding aside i mean i don't know how stephanie's gonna do as a ceo i mean i uh, will co-ceo because like they, I think they made her co because like that's the other thing like they didn't make her just CEO right they made no. it a double thing oh. which could 
yeah, which maybe it's because of the the obvious option of like, you know, she is technically young. She potentially is not in this role, like has never been per se complete charge. So it's like, yo, you might need to have an assistant or something like that. I, I don't know. Um, I remember um, who is the guy running WCW? Uh, oh, Eric man. Bischoff? Eric Bischoff. Yeah. So I remember apparently he said when he got fired from WWE, you know, after, you know, whatever, like, I mean, obviously uh, he said Steph was the one that fired him. And he was like, that was the most polite firing I've ever gotten. It wasn't a get the hell out of here, you know, pack your stuff. It was just like, hey, you know, obviously, you know, it's, you know, and, and like, like, it was yeah. just smooth. <laughs> so. It was like, it was like, it had class. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's the one thing I find. I mean, based off of like, you know, these stories that they say in the background of like, you know, it's a boys club and this and that. And, you know, your best friend and all that stuff. Like maybe the concept of like, softening the administrative tasks and like leave the violence to the ring because that's what we're paying you for would yeah. be met be- because like wrestling has been known to also be a potential wor- uh, hard working environment mm-hmm. obviously like the traveling alone is o- always hard but like you've heard i mean there's so many like you know suicides or drug abuse or or so on or like so you can't forth. wrestle again like i think yeah. what was it was it edge edge couldn't like you if you wrestle again you, you couldn't use his art i don't even know if yeah. that was like an actual thing but like um well like he, DDP he coming out with ddp yoga and people that yeah. i think jericho said he had a back issue and kind of came back from that and everything like that so um you know it's tough on your body you're just doing stunts uh not every day but like you know th- i guess it's three times maybe three times well, a week I or, mean, or twice a week and then well it depends right because i yeah. mean i don't know because obviously the 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 pandemic changed everything i don't know what their schedule is now but if before pandemic remember these people were wrestling like i remember some of them saying like 300 days a year like you're wrestling oh, at wow. 300 days a year it's like well i mean even if because even there's the, the house con- shows too yeah because you have to include that right because like you're saying if you're only on one show you wrestle once a week on that sh- or you appear on that show yeah but like how many house shows do they do mm-hmm. some wrestlers have mentioned like you know sometimes it's not that you do Sometimes you're you're lucky because you do multiple in a day, but you get the next day off. So it's just like less of an impact on your body. Right. But you, and you get the rest, but you're like, hmm, you yeah. know, so. And all, all these guys is- are like, oh, this guy's out. Oh, my goodness. This guy took him out. And then like they're out recovering or something. They wrote him out of the show so he could recover or something like that. Yeah. So but, that's pretty crazy, too. Yeah. But her as a CEO, I mean, I hope it will be better than Vince. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Well, from my understanding, I think the person that's coing, uh, I think they were, they were in charge as well. As, uh, I think his last name is Khan or something. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, um, Nick Khan, I think is his yeah, name. Yeah, and then and I think they got ousted, fired, something, and then they got brought back in. Mm, because, yes. So that, I think that's pretty interesting too. Well, because maybe because like maybe it was one of her guys that got fired or something, and then she was like, "Well, now if I'm taking it back, then." this is someone I want on the team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's yeah. why there's like, obviously people are probably going to be weirded out maybe at times between, you know, Triple H and Steph having, well, being married, obviously. But like, mm-hmm. I think they've learned how to be probably professional like that over the years. They probably had to learn how to do that. Yeah, but, exactly. Especially like you're marrying the boss's daughter. Like, yeah. You, you there's a lot of to... things. You got to learn the boundaries are real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you it's know? always really tough. But, 
him as talent relations and creative, or sorry, yeah, because I'm sorry, it's creative. He said of creative, not talent relations. Yeah. He said of creative. Well, and I think that's also talent. Well, it's re- both, yeah. no? Yeah, I'm actually, hold on. Give me a double, give me, let me Has taken control of WWE creative. So the new, <laughs> the newest meme <laughs> yeah, yeah. is is uh, Triple H is taking control of WWE creative and Triple, Triple, Triple H at next week's event, and he just has all the belts. <laughs> <laughs> like, like every, all the belts. Like, you can't even see his body. He has the, he has the raw and the um, SmackDown tag team belts. He has the universe. He has the woman's belt. He has the NXT belt. The cruiserweight, he's just all the belts. But, yeah, he says... <laughs> But apparently it will be he'll resume all like you said all responsibilities related to creative which like if you think about it, I'm like you know i i imagine they're not going to make a super shock right away because like you know mm. they do have um tv deals right they do have yeah. like we need to make sure that we yeah. maintain yeah. a certain yeah people. they're making money they're 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 a billion dollar company right yeah now. but like if if things were to go to plan in, in what I would assume is Triple H's mind, because this has to be like the biggest, like now all of it is NXT. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel because the one thing that I, I feel that Triple H did properly in X, he, he probably made it a brand that felt like its own um, territory. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like, cause that's territories were, we're all doing wrestling, but we do wrestling differently. That's the mm-hmm. whole reason why there's like, you know, there's Mexican wrestling. There's uh, there's uh, uh, Japanese wrestling. There's mm-hmm. British style wrestling, um, so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. with with this, he was able to make a different brand. I think Triple H, if if they let him do what he wants, they could like one of their problems has always been like Raw and SmackDown are the exact same show. Oh, you try to do a draft. You try and make it unique. Mm-hmm. And it never worked. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just never worked. And how I think is, is like, if you give Triple H like the ability to be like, I can make them different. I right. know how to make them different. I made my show different, mm-hmm. you know? And like, to be quite honest, he's like, I think with Triple H and you don't have to be as drastic as like NXT. Cause like when you used to watch NXT, well, except for the new NXT 2.0, which is just trash, and everyone knows that it's trash. <laughs> oh, it's like, I, I, did you watch it? Did you watch it? No, I haven't got a chance to oh, watch it. Oh, it's so like. Have you ever seen an ep- uh, uh, an NXT ever? Uh, a regular the the older NXT, yeah, a little yeah, bit here so, and there. So, but it was gritty mm. kind of camera, gritty colors. Right. Now it's like neon everything. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like the intro is this neon paint splashing on the NXT, and it makes it NXT. And you're like, oh god, no. This is not God, what I God. wanted. Like, no, this is not TGIF Fridays. What is this? <laughs> what the hell is happening? You know. Um, but if he, if, first of all, I hope he would fix NXT mm. back to what it was. But I think that he would be able to properly listen to people, properly understand the concept of like they all can't be the same. Yeah, and titles aren't important. The people aren't important. The people make the titles, and we're gonna mm. fix that because yeah. like. So many titles and so many things that are happening now. With things, I mean, don't get me wrong. You obviously have reliable wrestlers. Roman Reigns, regardless of whether or not I like him, about how the position he's done in mm-hmm. him as Tribal Chief has been always good. Whenever I have watched it and seen him, okay, um, that's good. To, that's good to hear that he's like he's getting, yeah, like but he's there, like he's, yeah, you know but like, but, but let's make it clear, he was there because they kind of no, he, well, he I mean, did, he did a John Cena, 
Mm-hmm. You put him in this position and so many people hated him because no offense, like he wasn't that great at the time for what mm-hmm. he was given. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. he's not great. I'm just saying like for at that time, you're like, you're handing him out. Like when you're like, well, we don't do anything. You're like, he's had every single tight end won the Royal Rumble and he's been here for like five minutes. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? There's no you know? build up to him. He's just boom. He, he leaves the shield and then boom. <laughs> exactly. Like it was insta, insta, insta God mode, basically. Right. You're saying that now. That's actually a stick of his or was a stick of his in his new persona at one point. Like I'm in God mode. I'm like, you've been God <laughs> mode since they fucking signed the check. Like what the hell are you talking about? It's been since day one. It's been yeah. since day one. But no, what I, what I mean is that uh, I remember everyone was, I guess he's kind of a heel now. I'm not sure how they... Uh, now he's def- he's the he's the the biggest he he's the he's the John uh, as John Cena was a face mm-hmm. he's the equivalent of a heel. Oh, okay, because I remember people were saying like make him a heel like he'll be good as a heel. He already has the heat. You just have to mm-hmm. make just make that slight change. Like he yeah. already has the heat. You don't even need him to become like like just make him a bad guy. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Exactly, <laughs> it's and already the one, there. Yeah, and the thing that I always found funny is that. Now then you watch him as a heel, I find he's much more comfortable. Mm. He's much more like, oh, I don't have to say words like suffering suck attack, which he did say. <laughs> yeah, they, they wrote they wrote oh, that for him. They um, no, Vince wrote that for him. That, which is another <laughs> reason why good thing the king is dead in this scenario. I'm sorry, I don't want to be mean. <laughs> yeah, I was hearing that um uh I guess there's gonna be more transparency. Um I guess they're gonna, you know. If there's people that are good on the mic, if there's wrestlers that are good on the mic, they're we're hoping that they'll just let them be good on the mic. Just let you don't have to write for them. They just let them do their thing if they're already uh good at it. So let's hope it gets better. Let's hope that uh you know we get some more creativity and it's just not just okay, this is bland. All right. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because on NXT, that's another thing with NXT. Like you find that they're, and I'm not trying to say like NXT was super in like raw and smack that aren't. Raw and SmackDown do have their their go to people, but it's it's more the it's not the performers, mm. it's the direction, it's the dire- director in this scenario because right. people could say it was the writers. Like no, Vince would be the director. Everything mm-hmm. went through him, and he just had he had his way of doing things, and his way of doing things was like really good for obviously in a significant period of time. Yeah, like you know, like let's let's be honest, like with the exception of like what two years. Of mm-hmm. having to fall behind WCW in that famous like what 183 week streak that they beat them or something like that. Okay. Like, with the exception of that, your brand has survived and been the number one thing from like the 80s, more or less. Acquisitions time. <laughs> yeah, like you had the 80s where you were born, and until now. Mm-hmm. like you know like well sorry i would say that in regards to product maybe since like 2015 it was like somewhere between 2010 and 2015 i'm not saying their product's been bad but it's been since that time that it was like it's a certain way right and i find that certain way is very like it was stifling the the the, the, the performers i found mm-hmm. like I, I don't know i know some people like i'm like me i know some it's like a very thin line it's either you are WWE and you aren't WWE. For me, it's just like you guys have all the talent in the world, but like you had a really old crazy guy at the helm. Let's just be honest. <laughs> and like he, although mad genius in this business, and I respect like because like without him, we wouldn't have this business, right? So I respect right. that 100. percent But like, there's a certain time where it's like 
I'm not saying you have to put, you know, Lassie in the backyard or whatever, you know, do the guns. Oh, in the you, back you of the head. You, yeah, you don't have to, <laughs> what is it? You don't have to. Old uh, Yeller. Old Yeller. Old Yeller, yeah. You don't have to put down Old Yeller. Yeah, you don't have to do that. <laughs> but like, right. You know, <laughs> like it's like it was a scenario where like, like I remember like when when that suffering sucker slash thing happened. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like I'm officially I, I that that was the time I was like I'm no longer watching the main. I right. will only watch NXT where he cannot touch. And <laughs> since it was two point I'm like I'm not even watching that. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and um and yeah man it's 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 been uh, it's been for wrestling news it's been the juiciest in regards to the back like the in the back than yeah. it's ever been. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been, it's been insane. Yeah. It's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. A but new dawn. Hopefully. A, a new dawn. <laughs> and, and, and just okay, because we, I was ref- we hired, we just hired somebody new. His name is Vince McFan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hello, guys. My, hello, my fellow youths. Hello, my fellow youths. Just like, he's wearing no. the band. He's wearing the do rag that he wore back in the day. No. Uh, like you know, no. oh my god! Like <laughs> he's he's doing this weird walk. <laughs> oh my goodness! No. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I need a moment to compose myself. Vince McFan. Oh, oh my god! But but. You know, these, but again, like, you know, who knows? Who knows where they're going to grow? Because these things transcend. Like, even, like I said before, like, they even go to Comic Con. Like, I don't know if, uh, you, you, wa- you watch too much of the Comic Con stuff, but example, uh, there's AEW, which I think you know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there I was like a AEW. panel mm-hmm. where one of the, the guys were just doing his thing. And he's like a guy who's like a bit more, um, he's like the ultimate baby face. His name is, uh, Darby Allen. And like, he connects mm-hmm. with people. He's like kind of like one of the, the smaller guys, it's, it's obvious, like yeah. at least like by, by actual size. And he was doing like a panel, and then like his current feud is with um, uh, it's, his name was is Malachi Black. Uh, okay. He was Alistair Black in in WWE, but he got like they let him go, and then they AEW took him and like yeah, do whatever you want. And now he's been making good stuff since then. <laughs> it's him and this other guy who's like this like giant sized person who he's oh, okay. brooding with, and they just like bust in and on the panel like <laughs> nice. and like he, the guy doesn't have any time to react so one of the things so one of the reasons why the feud started was like the bigger guy they were in a um oh man what's his name it's killing me Anyways, I, I know it's gonna come to me um mm-hmm. uh oh it's brody brody king that's his name his name's okay. brody king and like they were in a royal rumble and how mm-hmm. he eliminated him he said he dragged him out of the like he went onto the apron with him mm-hmm. and like put him in a sleeper hold turned away from the apron so he was dangling uh-huh like waited and then like let him go that's how the feud <laughs> started and he jumps up behind him on stage does that uh-huh then they both like throw him on the table like beat him up on the table <laughs> then put him like nicely on the table like, uh-huh. like as if he's like you know asleep or in like i guess funeral type styles yeah then they sit down and like like because like the bigger guy he's more um he's not the leader the the malachi black guy is the leader and okay. he looks he looks like a like a very mean sinister guy yeah, and he's, yeah. just there, he's like any questions <laughs> and then the whole crowd starts like laughing and clapping oh, and so going good. crazy and you're like i love when they do spots terrible. out in the open like that like i remember yeah. when <laughs> when wwe had like the 24 
seven belt. I don't know if you saw. I don't oh know if you remember my that. Gosh, it's you remember that? It, oh. I thought it was hilarious. I just thought it was stupid. I I just laughed at it all the time. They also did it when at I think they did it at no they didn't do it at a comic con. They did it at a signing. <laughs> so, so I think Jr. Truth is signing stuff, and then a sick kid comes up to him. But it turns out the parent no, it turns out the sick kid is one of the wrestlers. He comes up and he starts beating him, and Jr. just grabs his belt and runs away. <laughs> there was another one where they're going. They were going to um, oh they were they were going to go do the champion thing in um in um not dubai uh in uh emirates and uh they're trying they're getting on the plane and i think jr truth is sleeping and they're like trying to like sneak up on him on the plane as they're flying and like they they open up his thing and it's like it's pillows like wait where's jr and they see he's like behind them like and he starts running and he gets into the, he locks himself into a toilet on the plane. well there's one i remember seeing one I just like he- when it's silly and fun i don't like like, well, they have like it when it's very serious, but like have a little silliness and fun because I well, mean, come on. I mean, because there was also he got attacked once on a golf course. <laughs> he once got attacked on the golf course, and I, if if memory serves correct, and this is where I might be wrong, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he found that person again on the golf course, beat him again, <laughs> and took. <laughs> oh no! You know, wait, was mm-hmm. that? Because there was one time I forget. It may have been, and it was one of these more elaborate skits. But there was one time where he got beat up. He beat somebody up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, something happened to, like, knock him out. And, like, a celebrity took the belt. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You got it. You got it. You got I got to find this. Because that also reminds me of when, uh, I don't know if you remember, when Booker T and Stone Cold fought in the, the supermarket. Do you remember that? I, like, I don't yes, remember if it was a match or not. They no, were fighting in a super. It was a match? Because I yeah. think <laughs> it's just so absurd. And then the referee has to be there. <laughs> It has to, the referee has to be there. It has to be sanctioned, right? Yeah, so, exactly. And I, but didn't it, doesn't it start where like Booker T's like looking around, he's making sure no one's there, and he's like taking something off a shelf, and then he turns and it's just Stone Cold staring at him, and he's like, "What the?" And the fight starts. I think they made it to the um the cash register, and then uh. Stone Cold's like clean up on all five and he just starts wailing on him in the milk section or something. So here, here's the one I want to say. So I was, it was Rob Stone. Rob Stone is a, um, like a, a commentator on sports on Fox sports. Mm-hmm. And what happened is it took place on one of their like football sets where they're doing like an interview or whatever. Right. Uh, the title, sh- uh, what happened is basically people were chasing him and, <laughs> or, and like he was trying to hide and something happened. That mm-hmm. knocked our truth out, and he was just like, and he and he pinned them. He had it for <laughs> he had it for a total of that day, because <laughs> then and because then after that, uh, apparently Elias, another wrestler, took it from him. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was also a there was another time. This is so great. I I have I have like them all listed. There's another time that Eans Carter, who is a Switzerland basketball player, I, his picture shows that he's has played on the Celtics. I don't know if he does now, but okay. this took place on a uh, main event. It's like one of their Saturday shows or whatever, but still mm-hmm. nonetheless, you're just like, what is the nonsense? Not to, me- well, I mean, don't be wrong. I don't think it's, uh, there's a lot of girls who have taken this title, which I'm not against girls holding fighting the, yeah. for this title at all. I'm not, but I'm mm-hmm. just like, it shows that the- Santa Claus has won this title. That, 
there's a guy who played Santa Claus who won the title on yes. December 22nd. In the same episode. I got to get this belt before I deliver these these toys to these kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Kyle Thompson Bush, an American uh, stock car driver, won it. Like, this this list is ridiculous. Like, Austin, I mean, Mike like I Rome. I don't. Who? Do you know? Do you, my, uh, Mike Rome, an American TV television host, ring announcer. Mike I don't know. Rome. I don't know. Maybe he's no. the one of the announcers there. Oh no! I think he's one of the announcers, like on the in the WWE. In the WWE. Sorry. Mm. But yeah. But I was going to say that, like, how they don't make the belts all that important anymore. Like that. This belt could be the unimportant belt, but it's just a gimmick belt. Like, just but, like, do that. But, like, but isn't, there, isn't there like silly. a limit though? Don't you think there's a limit to the silliness of what you could do to belt? Like again, just to name another, Rob mm. Gronkowski, who's like a oh uh, yeah yeah football player. Yeah, like he also like oh man. <laughs> but I mean, like if you, just I, oh, I, I almost like... thought that, that it said Cedric the Cedric. The <laughs> the I, I thought it said that, but it was Cedric Alexander, which is an, a, another wrestler, so oh, that's okay. okay. Okay, but for a second, I was gonna freak out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that like if it's just one belt, that's ridiculous. Then that's fine. You just re- you regulate you relegate it to that one belt, and then you make everything else important and everything like that. But okay. I mean, you know, like just having just the ridiculousness yeah. of that belt is the gimmick belt. This is where, this is the belt that celebrities could get. You know, it just feels weird of like, oh hey, yo, uh, we um, Snoop Dogg got the got the universe belt because we're doing a promotion or stuff. It just seems. I mean, I I know they. I don't think they do that. I mean, I know celebrities get on in the uh, the Hall of Fame, but I don't think they actually win belts or anything like that. No, but. I don't. Well, I mean, no, it only – I mean, if you want – like an old custom used to be if you want a belt, you would get a replica of the belt whenever you'd win, right? I don't know mm-hmm. if they necessarily do that anymore. Maybe you would do that for your first time holding like a specific belt or something. Mm-hmm. I bet – but they always – they give away belts all the time. So I wouldn't be surprised if they get them as – like if you ask for it, you probably get it, you know? No, like okay. every time – like I know that – uh uh, I'm pretty sure it's football and basketball. They always give. There's a sport every year. They give the champions a title belt, mm. and I think it's multiple sports. Oh, by the way, I don't. Do you remember the gobbly gonker or the gobbly googler or whatever? The 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 gobbly gooker, gobbly gooker. The gobbly gooker. That's it. <laughs> you're right. You you're laughing. You should be laughing. You want to <laughs> He had the title October twenty second. Just to get the belt. <laughs> but that's a deep cut. That's, that's a deep, deep cut, man. That's, that's a deep, deep cut. Like I don't even remember the guy. I only remember it's because people brought it up. Oh, what was that? What was that show they had on WWE? Um uh um what was it called? Their YouTube channel before they got the the the, the their their um streaming service. There was like a, a oh. show where they were like, oh, here's all the silly crap. That like um, that we that we did and we and I know I, think, um, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Road Dog, Road Dog was on it, and then they had yeah. a puppet that was Triple H, and he kept yeah. saying, "Lemmy's my, Lemmy's my best." You know, Lemmy's my best friend, right? <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stop saying them after this because okay. I, I basically went through the list, but you have to hear this. Go, Peter Rosenberg, radio disc jockey, whatever. Dave Flute, uh, Doug Flutie, which is like a really no, no, no. We don't whatever Rosenberg. No, no, no. No, we don't whatever Rosenberg. Skinny has entered the ring. Skinny has entered the ring. He has grabbed the mic. But here, oh, well, my for, kid is quiet. <laughs> That's only that. 
So it's Peter Rosenberg. It's then Doug Flutie. And the last celebrity, Bad mm. Bunny freaking had this title. Bad Bunny Think can of wrestle. How, I'm not saying he can't, but what we're trying to say, you, you, you just joined the cast, but I've been here. I've been okay, listening. But like, then why are you? I'm just, like, I'm just do you saying. Do you know this list is crazy? I, of celebrities? That held, that held the 24-hour belt. It's a 24-7 yeah. title. It's to replace a hardcore title. Whatever they do, they do. They, I they, mean, I don't they, think there's yeah. anything hardcore about the gobbledygook having the belt. Yeah, but the ways in which <laughs> oh they win Oh, my goodness. Did you see all the blood coming off of the gobbledygook? He's clearly <laughs> razoring. Just, well, mostly at the end of the hardcore titles run, it ended up just being like the 24-7 title where you just run up, hit somebody with like a minor move, and then pin them. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But that, that, but I hated that. If we're going to talk about that for a second, I always hated that the hardcore title became a all-the-time title. I understand why they did it at the time, but they should have stopped that. It, they did a good job on its own. Yeah. You're not wrong. And she's agrees, too. <laughs> she agrees, too. Oh. But what's it called? Uh... I, did you guys to switch gears a bit? Comic Con Phase Five. Oh, I'm Comic Conned out. Oh my god. No, oh, you can't do that now. All the toys. All the toys. I was so Comic Conned out. By the time that shit it rolled around, I was like, oh yeah, Hall H. Right. that? Is that chestnut? I was just looking at all the toys, man. Me and my friends like, oh, do you see these toys? These toys. Here's this. Here's that. Yeah, man. The toys were great. Neca killed it. Uh, Hasbro did something. Which is cool. Uh, Lots of transformers. Lots of transformers. Oh my god! Oh, what about the uh, the 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 legends? Legends is all right. It wasn't anything like woo. It was really less like okay, here we're just putting out these like. What it is is that they started doing this whole like non-plastic box thing. So it really, really, really takes you out of it when you're getting these figs and they're in this like cardboard box and you're not sure if the one that you have inside is like eye missing eye paint or something. (laughs) You really died. I've seen like few reviewers get like to take theirs out of the package and like whole sides of the bodies are just like missing paint. <laughs> right? <laughs> so you're like, all right. So they're announcing wow. these legends and you're like, okay, this is cool. Sure, like you have, they announced, well, I'll get into the Wakanda Forever wave, but they announced that later. They showed She Hulk. That's mm. all right. He repaints. And then after that, it was really just it. Like there wasn't anything like new, new to kind of announce. So. So I guess like all the 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 Thor Love and Thunder stuff is like I guess repaints of stuff that's already out I guess Thor Love and Thunder stuff dropped prior and oh, it was, okay. a lot of it was like what it is, is that they get the kind of preliminary shots or test kind of mm-hmm. art before and then they make the toys off of that and then when the movie comes out they're either on point or drastically off. So, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I guess the movie's still in production, not right. even post-production. So, exactly. so even with still the, filming and stuff can get dropped and exactly even with the Wakanda Forever figs, like those, they put those out, but those cannot even they, those may not be the final shots or final mm-hmm. looks of the characters. So it's really just kind of, eh, I don't know. Maybe I've not had my fill with legends and reveals, but I think I was just more into other things this year. But mm-hmm. going doubling back to Hall H and those announcements, I felt like not that it was weak. But it was like, thank you. Yes, Ooh, you agree with That's me. an thank agreement. She, <laughs> She's like, no, was, what are you talking about? Not that it was weak, but it was more or less like he's blowing kisses now. It's hilarious. Yeah. She's blowing kisses. But yeah, <laughs> it's not that it was weak. It was so much just that. You're like, oh, yeah, Wakanda Forever is the end of phase four. People are like, wait, what? And then they're like, <laughs> and then phase five has this and this and this and this and this and this. And we're camping it off with these two Avengers movies, which was 
What was the last time they said they were not? No, they're not. They're they're not capping off with two Avengers movies. Those are the two end movies for Phase Six. That's what I meant. They're capping it off with two Avengers movies at Phase Six. But the last time they said they were going to cap something off with two Avengers movies in the same year, that didn't happen. (laughs) They didn't do that. Remember Infinity War and Infinity War Part Two, same year. No, no, y'all left us with a year long cliffhanger in which we had to sit there and wait. So essentially. Am I excited? I uh, yes. Mm. Do I think Phase Four sucks like everybody is saying? No. Um, <laughs> do I agree with them just dropping? Oh yeah, this is the multiverse saga. Not really, because <laughs> like you would have to have Sam Raimi not screw up Doctor Strange in order for it to be the multiverse saga. At which but then, point, but then, wouldn't you also have to have not have a, a show called uh, um, the movie Anything and Everything? All at, all at once come out and just completely destroy like hey that's the concept that you were supposed to do but you didn't do that concept again well, we got two different universes what is sam this raimi. sam raimi <laughs> sam raimi isn't yeah anyways i don't know but i was excited i'm excited for thunderbolts i think that's super what is I thunderbolts Thund- i'm i was confused by the thunderbolts and echo i was super like what well th- you mean you don't know what thunderbolts is is thunder no. well no i I might know who it is, but I thought it was Thunderbolt. I thought it was just the one dude. I didn't so there's know Thunderbolt that. Ross, but then he came up oh, with his own like suicide okay, type squad called the right. Thunderbolts. At okay. which point, um, Baron Zemo turned himself into a superhero called. Okay, actually, sorry. This is during after Onslaught came through in the '90s and killed mm-hmm. every motherfucking buddy, like everybody. Yeah. Fantastic Four, Avengers, everybody. Then there was no superheroes for like a minute. So <laughs> during that minute, Baron Zemo was like, "Hey, I know." I'm going to dress up like a superhero and convince these people that I'm actually a good guy when I'm a bad guy. Give me a second, love. I'm just explaining something. <laughs> so then, at which point, he gets him screaming Mimi. Uh, I think this other, the guy, the Beatle to be this other guy, Mach 1, and a bunch of heroes, a bunch of villains to convince mm-hmm. the world they were heroes. And then some of the heroes actually, some of the villains actually liked being heroes. So they were uh. called the Thunderbolts. Then when Citizen V revealed himself to be Baron Zemo, people were like, ah, well, what the hell? We can't trust these people. And then that kind of diverged into a new Thunderbolts, which was led by Thunderbolt Ross. Him okay. at that point, I think. No, sorry. He was putting it out. Luke Cage was a leader at one point. They had a bunch of random folks in there, like like okay. ghosts and just randomness. And then the more kind of recent slash known Thunderbolts is Thunderbolt Ross himself being Red Hulk. Right. Uh, Punisher, Deadpool, Electra, <laughs> and then Agent Venom. Yeah, and that was that was an amazing run. I have that run, and honestly, if I had to like sell my books, let's say I was in a scenario, and, and some people were like, "You could, you have to sell the majority, but keep like so many," it would definitely be at the top. It's actually a really good read. Okay. No, but and what about uh, Echo? What about Echo then? I don't know anything about Echo. I don't know other than what was shown on the on the the shows themselves and like honestly like like it, it's gonna be some like assassin type like she I, I i'm assuming it's gonna be either assassin type style or a like person for hire because mm-hmm. that's what she was that or it's gonna be a redemption story of someone who was like from that type of life type thing okay. like she was like in gangster stuff and all that type of stuff but like i don't know like oh she's also um a deaf mute, which is like, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to say anything against diversity, but like just showing me that diversity, like, you know, mm-hmm. 
you're gonna team what next you're gonna tell me next she's gonna team up with Matt Murdock because of the best the original odd couple? Like I don't know what you want me to tell me. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> was it the man that can't see but you could totally see? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> the hypocrite? <laughs> that should be his nickname, the hypocrite. <laughs> the daredevil. But I think that I think out of all that stuff that was announced, it seemed like the Daredevil was the thing that everyone was like, oh finally, geez. We've been waiting for this. Like, and they announced that yes, it's the guy from the Netflix show. Yes, we didn't squander him from uh the last Spider-Man movie. Yes, he's a part of this thing. Don't worry, please calm down. Stop mm. stop sending oh no. Actually, someone made a tweet that said, Oh, isn't it amazing that they brought back Daredevil to the Marvel fold and the fans didn't harass, uh send threatening letters to the writers or anything like that but it's like but they don't have a specific person to send it to yeah you can't reach marvel like that <laughs> yeah like i mean like you know i mean i mean like i mean they did that for the snyder cut but i mean people were taking out billboards for that <laughs> they, people put money into billboards to say release the snyder cut and stuff like that so that was a bit you know much so i don't think that was happening with uh daredevil like that so I think we all deep down knew that Feige wasn't going to cast a perfect Daredevil and just be like, oh, well, you're fired. Like, yeah. I, we, Feige is a smarter human being than that to be like, like, again, the guy literally, or we, so we think, but the guy literally, like, takes people, puts them in movies just so that they'll stay signed. I just saw mm-hmm. Yelena Belova and Harry Styles in some sort of movie that like a preview for a movie that they're in that looks like really compelling, really cool. And I'm also like, Hey, that's Yelena Belova and uh, Star Fox in a movie. See, like <laughs> they're always working like that. So I don't think the Feige probably went to, um, it's going to bother me because I can't remember his name. The guy who plays Daredevil, uh, Charlie Cox probably wanted mm-hmm. to Charlie was like, listen, sit down for three years, go do your theater thing. We got you. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. Well, I mean, also, it's not like um, there was a falling out or anything like that. Like, I think yeah. all of them are just like, hey, you know, we'd, we'd like to come back. But, you know, we, yeah. we, we got to eat. We got to do other stuff. We can't just yeah. sit on our hands doing nothing. Uh, like, um, I still have a career. Yeah. No, 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 no. Iron, Iron Fist is sitting down doing nothing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but yeah, he, yeah but that's, that's because the world told them to sit down and do but, nothing. I mean, <laughs> it, it's not like um, they don't recast people. I mean, you know, uh, War Machine was recast. Uh, the main dude from the Warriors Three. I think they originally wanted to get the guy to play Chuck slash Shazam. Yeah. Uh, in the first Thor movie, but he couldn't be a part of it because he's still finishing off Chuck. So they got another dude, and then in Dark World he came back, but then his character died because most of those people died in that in that movie. But they, I mean, yeah. you know, they still kind of hook it up and all that. What were the Warriors Three gonna do? Really? Mm. I'm kind of glad. Like, I'm glad that they like don't. They know what characters are like, yeah, this is good for fan service and just to get rid of them quickly and then they have ones that they keep. Well, Sylph yeah. is still around, no? Sylph? Yeah. Sylph? What's her name? Yeah, yeah. Sith. Sith is Sif? still around. Yeah. She's Sif still, around, still but, around, yeah. But she was just busy with the other show, so yeah. they didn't bring her back in. They weren't going to bring her back. Sif is cool, so that's why they brought her back. For mm-hmm. sure. But yeah. Um, And who else? What else is there from Hall H that was like very... <laughs> someone someone uh, made a... They took like a Simpsons joke. I guess it was like, um, what's his name? The uh, Myers, the guy, the the son of the guy that created Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. And he's like yelling at everybody in the courtroom. 
And so he's basically Marvel. He's like, we're doing this movie. Mm -hmm. We're doing that movie. We're doing this show and this and that. What are you doing, DC? And and he points to Marge, who's Mm -hmm. in the crowd. (laughs) And and she's like, "Um, we got Shazam 2 and uh, Evil Shazam. (laughs) Evil Shazam. That's that's an honest, fair. uh, You know what? At this point, I wouldn't be ba- mad if they just like dove headfirst into Justice Society stuff and just like ignored. No, I would love it. They just—they just need to take it easy. But why just, can't they do that? Because they got—I think uh, Jaws nailed it. Take it easy. Just take. They just need to take it easy. Just okay. People like Shazam. We got the Rock on this. Good. This other sh- movie over here. We're trying to get out is imploding in the background if this guy just act stop acting the fool this person stop acting the fool uh, we need to what just make this into a show? batman movie what was that show <laughs> where they had like there was yes it was the simpsons again another simpsons reference where <laughs> it's lisa simpsons born and she's doing cute stuff and marge and like and homer like oh look how cute she is and then bart comes in like i'm still cute and homer's like get that ugly somebody get that kid out the way and then you go back to lisa <laughs> That's exactly what DC is doing. If they just keep coming back, everyone's looking uh-huh. at Marvel like, "Oh, they're so great." Here's DC with another Batman. They're like, "No, no, no, no. We didn't ask for you. Get that guy out of the way. Move him back." Like, yes, you could do another Batman. Yes, you could build more Superman. But again, if they just focus hard, but they on they Justice society just but go they, it. but on. they already did another Batman and it was great. It but, was great. So don't great. do anything for ten years. <laughs> I think I think they don't need to do a team up thing. Like just no, they they just need to do they need let to phase flesh. six go by. Let yeah. let twenty twenty five come and then release your shit. They they plan it out. They that's what they should use with this time. Plan it out. Figure out m- new characters. It could be characters from the like example. You could finally do a Nightwing. Or they did plan it out, bro. They Dude. did. They really did plan that out, and then everyone became a psycho. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Do you really think they bet on Ezra Miller being a psycho? They didn't plan that. No, that's true. A super psycho. They One really thing... <laughs> go on. I was gonna say. I was gonna say they just just do the Supermax movie. Just just do the Supermax movie. Do the movie where where you know people already know who the the Green Arrow is. Just do the movie where like it's just it's just it's just like there's no build up to it. It's just all of a sudden some random dude is in jail and you slowly start to realize, oh, that's the Green Arrow. Oh, okay. And then he's with all these other super villains that are in a supermax, and then he has to try to get out to figure out who put him in there. That's like a uh that's a script that's been floating around Hollywood for a very long time. Oh, that'd and be so good. Just just do that. Then you don't have to put it. As you know, DC's da, da, da. you can put DC, but just put Supermax. Just leave it, and everyone's like, oh, "What the heck's this?" And then they go and see it, and hopefully it's good. But hopefully just, it's just good. do that. <laughs> hopefully it's good. I mean, that's movies in general. No, hopefully it's good. Right. Hopefully it's good. Because I mean, uh-huh. hey, hey, we're like, oh man, Sam Remy's gonna do a Marvel movie. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I was surprised yeah. though. There was two things I was surprised about. One, I was in regards to, like the announcements. I was kind of a little bit surprised that. Well, I, I, well, I, I'm laughing that it's Captain America NWO. Oh, 
Um, oh but... no! Did you see the? <laughs> no, it's yeah, yeah, New World Order. Yeah, it's New World Order. So, it's not so. Ah! Someone, so <laughs> someone puts, So here's the worst one. The worst meme I've seen. It's Sam Wilson dressed up as Cap in his Falcon outfit, and it says Captain America: New World Order. It's above him or below him, mm-hmm. and then below him is Hulk Hogan dressed in his NWO getup, <laughs> and he's spray painting on the wall. And the first thing he wrote is N, and you're like, no, "Wait, where's this gonna go?" Oh, dirty. <laughs> Just he writes the N, oh, and you're like, no. <laughs> "Oh no, why did you do that?" Oh my god. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I'm blushing that. No that's so, so funny. That's so it, you, you, it could go either way. He's dressed it's up in so... NWO colors. Oh it could go either God. way. We're just terrible people for assuming just he's going to write the rest. No, he was terrible people first. There's going to be a lot, a lot of comments when that movie drops. I can't wait to see these idiot right-wingers pop out. Be like Bucky should have been Cap. Like, is he already getting a movie? Leave it alone. Let it go. <laughs> One thing, guys. Uh huh. They named they named yep. Avengers Secret Wars as the end, and they haven't named anything in other than Fantastic Four. Yeah, they haven't named anything else in Phase Six. So my question is to you: mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna freaking put? Do you think they're gonna put like an X Men and a Spider Man movie and actually really do a, the Secret Wars? Do yeah. you think that's how it's going to go, or do you think they're going to wait and make us wait all the way till at Secret Wars or after Secret Wars that we're going to finally see mutants, real what mutants? Do you mean? We've been talking about real mutants. Listen, we got no, but so, no, sorry, <laughs> Namor. He was in two seconds. Well, no, it's Namor is the first mutant. He is, but by technicality, technicality. I agree, yeah. but you know what I'm talking about. Like when yeah, about apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What oh, about apocalypse? You mean you want to see your gambit? You want to see your Remy Lafoe? You want to see no, your, no. your well, first your of all, Remy Lefeu. Lefeu. I would love. I know. I call him Lafoe as in you know. Yeah, yeah I, know I know what you're saying. Fake. Look, listen. It's still better than Forge, regardless of what. Your, what listen, I said. Better than Forge. You don't remember the freaking judgment? Oh, I do. Well, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, <laughs> someone got a comic book and someone didn't. That's what I'm going to say recently. Oh, but um, Whatever. with that being said, all I'm saying is that I just want to see the team. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily care. Well, I mean, I do on a personal note. I care who's who would be on the team, but I would like to see X Men before Secret Wars happens. You like, know what? I, I or at least the taste of X Men before it happens. I feel you. But I don't want the 90s team. I don't want the cartoon team. I don't want any mm. iteration of that. Why? Because fuck them fanboys, make them read something. I, oh, like, wait a minute. Oh, also, also. I don't agree with that if that's oh, the reason. That's my reason. I, because I, everybody out there just knows Jim Lee X-Men, Jim Lee X-Men, Jim Lee X-Men. They don't know anything that before that. They don't know what made that team that team. Nah, we need that story. You can't just I do, have them pop out blue and yellow. Go on. Oh, I, do, I do agree with Skinny because... Yeah, there's tons of X-Men. Like, there's an insane amount of X-Men. Yeah. And also, they're coming out with X-Men 97, the cartoon show, which is continuing off of the uh, the, the 90s cartoon True. show. So, yeah. you know, that would just kind of muddy everything a little bit. They but, also um, gave Storm a mohawk in that cartoon, and Magneto's in his 80s costume. So, I'm like, are you guys doing 80s stories, but set in 97? Like, are they going to do the Mutant Massacre and all that well, craziness? I don't well, know. remember in that cartoon when they cut to the future, Storm has the mohawk. Yes, that's true. So, so that could that could be part of that. Like in the future, she, you know, she's doing. like, you know what, you know, she's just like, you know, what? screw this. <laughs> Save my head. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't care. Mm-mm. I don't know why they put Magneto in that weird costume. And, like, that's like a really weird like callback. So I, I hope <laughs> I hope they're planning on doing that. I want them. Okay, I want them to do X Men before Secret Wars. Sure, but like, do I need? Do we need like the core? team that we're gonna like that we know forever or can they bring people in because i feel like they set it up and they have right off the bat gene cyclops gambit beast wolverine jubilee storm rogue you're not gonna want to see like a psylocke a nightcrawler a colossus like where are you gonna fit those guys where are you gonna fit those guys well first of all how i see it you have basically you have if if you're going to be real about it, you technically need three, but with those three definitely comes a fourth, which is you're definitely going to have Professor X, uh, Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean. That's just because that's you have two leaders in the group. That's always, It's always been Cyclops with Wolverine being a reluctant, I'm going to support him for the longest time. Right. You have Professor X who you need. And if you're going to have Wolverine and Cyclops, the chances of you not having Jean Grey are almost impossible. But in my opinion, after that, and I'm not saying I don't have preferences or who, and I'm not saying I can't possibly guess who would be better to choose, but I find Gambit, Storm, Rogue, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Kitty Pride, Iceman, Jubilee, Archangel, to a certain degree, Bishop, all these should be interchangeable characters. What I think if they're going to do this franchise, you could do it one of, I would like, to, I would think they would be able to pull the the concept that you have you have every movie of the X-Men, there's a solid three or four people you follow their point of view and everyone else is interchangeable and can come in and out of any scene. Because if you're going to do an X-Men movie, no matter what, you're going to have cameos because you can't possibly have all the X-Men in one yeah. movie unless it's the third of the series. And you you have and you also have all the rights to all these characters. How you're not going to do cameos like the '90s did? The '90s did can't crazy cameos. They, they put people that weren't even supposed to be in there, like Spider-Man's in there, but he's not even supposed to be in it. But they're like, eh, we can kind of fudge it a little bit, and and skirt that by the by the people and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of see I I see it kind of both of your your ways. But I would hope that they would bring in other characters as well. Um, I mean, <laughs> they did do New Mutants. And no. I mean, I mean, you can, you can, but I'm saying you could bring any of those characters in because yeah. no one, no one remembers that movie. No one, no one's looking out for that movie. And it finally came out, it didn't, it didn't do anything. So you could, there's characters in there. Like you could take anybody from New Mutants and do that. You could, um, some I'll people from X Force and then they join X Force or something like that. I don't know. I'll sell, I'll sell you, you this. this. If they go and bring back Ty Sheridan and those guys from X-Men Apocalypse and so forth, I'd like it for them to continue off, if they do an X-Men flick, continue off where Dark Phoenix did happen, but we're not talking about it. Gene is, quote-unquote, dead for the first time. Mm. So at this point, you have Storm, Nightcrawler, Beast on the team, and Cyclops, and Cyclops is just recently leaving the team because homegirl died and you have storm and cyclops battle for leadership like you did in the comic at mm. least that way you could build it up so yeah here's your boy cyclops will he come back at the end of the movie we don't know but for now this team's being led by storm who's gonna have nightcrawler by her side beast and then the new people you can bring in would be a gambit a rogue and even a wolverine so that it make it look like okay cool and then for telekinesis bring in psylocke mm. then maybe second movie you could be like all right Gene isn't so dead. 
here she is. <laughs> she can yeah. show up, or they can do the whole Madeline Pryor thing, which is a whole next level madness, but also great. That way, you could also factor in Mister Sinister, and then yeah, it, it, it's just so confusing. Well, what, 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 but what imagine, I would add, oh sorry, I was gonna say, imagine if soap operas just had superpowers. It just mm. I thought you were dead. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm gonna marry you because you look like my dead wife. What? My mm. wife is back. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one thing I would add on to what you were saying, though, Skinny, if they were to do your angle, I would also include that Wolverine is absent because he's also grieving. Because uh, one thing I will say, yeah, but Wolverine wasn't there in those new movies. But still, I I don't know. I wouldn't bring we, in Wolverine right away. Yeah, like that's. I don't know. I don't I, want to will bring Wolverine. I agree with you. I I don't know if Wolverine because the thing is, if you're going to bring in the X Men, everyone assumes Wolverine's going to be there. Yeah, and I and don't what, know, and that's what we need to kind of break from. But we also can't have it go in with Wolverine and Gene and Cyclops are automatically doing this love triangle shit. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. want to avoid that, but we want to also establish. Well, I don't even know, man. I really I, I want to. You know what? I want to believe in Gene Gray and Cyclops's love, and then have <laughs> Wolverine come in and mess up all that, and be like, "Man, this damn Canuck." <laughs> oh no! You gotta you gotta remember you gotta remember Warrington. It was Warren that was really the the, the real C blocker because he had a thing for Jean, and then she he saw her feeling Wolverine. He's just like he literally ran up to Wolverine, ran up on him. He's just like she'll never like a creep like you. And Wolverine's like, what, what's wrong with you, wingman? Like, what's the, <laughs> why are you getting mad at me? Like, I just got here. Relax, I'm flirting. Like, chill. Warren was like all bent out of shape, and yeah, I don't. I think there was one comic where. Gene and Cyclops show up to some island that Angel's just on. And like, hold on. Yes, you can't hear the story. And then he would just greet. The X-Men were weird. They would just greet each other with mouth kissing. Yeah. Like, random mouth kissing. Like, Storm and Wolverine are like, oh, looks like we're about to die. Time to mouth kiss. And you're like, why? Like, why are we just doing this? We're about to die. Well, maybe not Wolverine, but <laughs> maybe not Wolverine. <laughs> just, Wolverine trying to get one in before he, before he quote unquote dies. <laughs> yeah, we all gonna die, Wolverine. I'm never gonna see you again. Wolverine's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Right. Shucks, According to guys. Skinny, Warren was right. He is a creep. <laughs> I'm gonna right. kiss this girl be. before I <laughs> die. <laughs> uh, Ant Man. Okay, Guardians Three. Why do I feel like it's gonna be a cry fest? Because they're saying that it's going to be an adult one. They already said it. They said it's going to be an, a dark-toned movie. Yeah, it's kind of... I think I think that's probably the last time that cast, that group, Gun is going to be with everybody like that. So, so Drax, that's and, it, Drax and Rocket are dying? Is that it? Like, is that I, de- definitely Drax. Qu- Quill has to die. Quill has to complete that arc. He has to complete that Han Solo arc that um, that Harrison Ford wanted for Han Solo, where... He did the thing that's good. like he was always greedy. He's always about himself. He does the good thing for the heroes, and then the following movie, he dies because he completed his character arc, and that's the end of that. But I he think did the selfless thing where he put his hand on a power stone, not knowing what that would do. I'm pretty, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> but but then again, uh, the second one is like he finally meets his dad for the first time. He's all about he's all about his dad, and then he realized, oh crap, my dad, my my biological dad is a terrible monster, and then it turns out. The guy that I thought was a terrible monster that was beating my dad is actually my dad. Oh no, he, he dies to save me, and he was basically saving me his whole his whole time. I didn't know, uh, you know, a lot of complicated. See, stuff See, I feel going like that was like the sad one. I can't like Guardians movies are kind of sad. Gar- Guardian movies, 
their thesis is basically the man child that becomes an actual man. Hmm. And and Chris Pratt's character, <laughs> Star-Lord, is the man child that is slowly but surely becoming a man, becoming a more responsible person and realizing that he should be a better person. So I'm assuming that's the thesis continuously going through this whole thing where he's like, oh, I want to be just like my dad. Oh, my dad was ooh, a terrible person. And the guy that raised me, I thought I was a jerk. Turns out he he, not, he was never ready to be a father. <laughs> and he's raising me the only way he knew how. And he did it. And he kind of did it, you know? So I, I, like, there's, a, there's a lot of deep cuts in there. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff in there to, to, to dig through. But you're not, I bet I don't think you're going to necessarily be wrong in the sense that like, most most hero movie most of the marvel movies now you've at most had three with the exception of thor and you know you usually have a trio and the fa- there's already been i mean even wow, batista has said he doesn't want to do it anymore thor, i didn't even realize thor made it to four yeah i, I just skipped two <laughs> just skipped two. I'm like, oh yeah it's three yeah yeah love and thunder is the third one and it's like <laughs> no just, that's four of them I didn't. Yeah. Wow. So he's the only one who's done it, and you know maybe he's going to be that that special one that does like the five or the six type thing. Mm-hmm. But it's probably going to be where they dismount, man. Like if yeah. anything, if anything, maybe this is going to be. If anything, maybe I, I would hypothesize that something bad's going to happen to the group that many either pass away or pass away or just like are like I'm done and therefore it disbands, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a constant. It's going to be due to a consequence of whatever the point of phase five to lead to paint phase six is going I to be. I got it. I, you, thank you, Dave, 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 and Wendell, but mm-hmm. Dave and Wendell. Oh, okay. <laughs> Quill will die, as will Drax and Rocket. Who remains after that? Groot? Uh, Groot's getting his own Groot? short series. His yes. own little short. But, but then Gamora. there's Groot. Mantis, uh, Nebula, Nebula, and uh, and uh, Craig. Weird. No, isn't weird Gamora? So, oh no, no, she's well. Not no, there. that's what I'm saying. So, out it's of like those Gamora three, too. out of Groot, Nebula, Mantis, Craglin, old Gamora or new Gamora is going to lead that new team, and then possible joiners will be Adam friggin' Warlock. Mm. Oh. And that'll be New Guardians. And if they do the New Guardians, they'll either will leave it like that. Or they're going to pull something out of left field and go ahead and get Vance Astro from, like, the 3000 world. And then the next one will be, like, actually Guardians 3000. Where, like, they had that, like, me- <laughs> remember the team they featured at the end of the second one, which was, like, uh, Sly Stallone and Box. And oh, they the, had- those, they were the original Guardians. Bong, there uh, you go. The or- sorry, original comic book Guardians. Guardians, exactly. But they were, like, their own, they were, the they were like, the top-tier Ravengers, Ravengers right. or something Ravengers, like that. Ravengers, exactly. So yeah. either they'll do something with those guys next, intertwining both teams, or we're going to see the new Guardians be Gomorra, so on and so forth, as I mentioned. And they might throw in, like, a Quasar or something to give them somebody OP, but, like, yeah. Quasar, for sure. Because I know, I know Gunn does not want to do Nova. Like, I know he's not a fan. He's not a big fan of Nova, so he's just like, eh, I'm not. Nova? like poor man's green lantern to be honest like i'm not yes but, thank you fucking I'm, not, really but I'm just, I'm I'm just saying like yeah. if they were to tr- like i like if anyone was thinking of like oh they're gonna put in nova like he does not want to touch fit. nova at all like yeah, he's just like he, nope yeah gun doesn't couldn't really pull nova so i feel like nova would be somebody else and yeah that would make more sense if they just like okay 
Gomorrah leads this new team, which is like Groot, who's now an adult, after being a kid, who would make more sense for him to be with Gomorrah because baby Groot was really attached to Gomorrah. And then mm-hmm. when she was gone, he was a teen and all pissed off and shit. Right. So like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. That's your team. No. But I don't know. It's gonna I think I think the future is uh is 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 interesting. I'm curious what I, I I'm I'm more curious about what's gonna happen in in phase six because I feel like I feel feel phase four was transitioned and I and I feel based off of what's been released for phase five, although I am happy for some of them. It seems to be a lot of table setting still. I find like this lineup is like, I don't know. It, I, 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 I don't mind it being table setting. Like obviously in the other ones we got new. Actually, no, this is the first time they're doing this. This is yeah. one where from one transition to the next. There, There's like a, the exce- a lull and just well, like kind of resetting the table. Yeah, exactly. Right. Resetting the table. Like even yeah. like comic books do that. You're like, all right, man, we just had that big event. Okay, let's put everyone back to normal. Here we go. Back up all the toys. There we go. But it's but it's also the only time now, like from one phase to the next. There's only you have sequels only in uh, what's it called? TV shows and stuff. Like Mm. example, you're having the 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 Captain America, which is a sequel to sure the TV show you had mm. the sequel season two of Loki. Sure. You do have guardians three, but like, does that really count as a sequel when you, a whole phase has been gone? Like, you know what I mean? In regards to like, it is a sequel to the movie. Obviously I'm not questioning that, but like in regards to how the phases are, have been released. This is the first time they've been like, this is all quote unquote new stuff. You may mm. know these people, but it's not like blatantly not connected to something else. You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. And she knows how it's gonna go, hmm. and, and I'm curious how much quantum, whatever mania. it is, quantum mania. I'm curious how much that's gonna have an impact on Loki season two. A lot, a bunch. I have a feeling that's gonna touch a lot of things over there. Yeah, quantum mania might re- quantum mania might be the one to be like, oh shit. So this does all make sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like that was because I was gonna say you need the, the only movies that they have to like make a big thing happen and that people will for sure go and see and that is gonna be a movie that people have a, a reason to see is either is Guardians and is um, the Ant Man movie because again they're the only ones who technically already had a franchise hmm. that's left because obviously there was Thor but whatever. <laughs> I'm so surprised that like. That's the fourth movie. <laughs> and uh, did you see it? No, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. I want to see it, but I didn't get a chance to yet. Uh, oh no, no! I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, oh. it's just oh no! It's, it's like going on. There was fun moments, but I don't know. Anyways, I, I we ranted about this the last time. In short, I felt like a lot of things were phoned in. Oh, that's that's bad. my opinion. Oh, well, they didn't have to prove anything, and well, it, it was direct. It was clearly directed towards kids, which is not a problem. But you yeah. have a franchise that wasn't directed towards kids, and I'm invested in it now. I don't want to watch a kids movie. <laughs> that's my problem. But anyway, that's a high level. But other, than, let's talk about other things you've watched. What what have you been watching? Me, uh, I watched this documentary called uh, "Too Funny to Fail." So it's a documentary about the Dana Carvey show. Um, so the Dana Carvey show was a uh, TV show that came out in the 90s. It only lasted eight episodes. 
and it was like a sketch show. Um, I remember watching it as a kid and mm-hmm. something about it that I didn't realize when I watched the uh, trailer. Oh, no, sorry. When I watched the actual documentary was that how much people starting out in the industry, it actually encompassed, which was pretty crazy. Or not starting out. Some people were already established and they're just kind of getting a bigger uh, footing on it. But uh, so people like Steve Carell was in it. Stephen Colbert was in it. Um, and then, oh, what was the name of the, if you ever watch community, uh, yeah. the guy that played the guy that star burns. Okay. So that, uh, his name is Dino Stample Stampelopoulos, I think mm-hmm. if I remember right. Yeah. So he was also like, uh, a head writer on that show. Louis CK was a head writer on that show. Uh, Charlie Kaufman who did, um, hold on a second. One of his big movies was being John Malkovich adaptation, uh, eternal sunshine, uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. That oh, guy was good. working on that show. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like just a lot of really, really talented people were working on the show, but the show wasn't good, I guess mm-hmm. is that like, I mean, it's weird. It's how do I put it? It's like one of those shows where, um, it basically, uh, Dana Carvey is coming off of his run on SNL, uh, and, uh, his two, the two movies, uh, he plays Garth in Wayne's world. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's like, Oh, what are you going to do next? So, um, he decides to do his own sketch show, but what he wanted to do was something more, I guess, not subversive, just more counterculture, more crazy, more, uh, just out there, something that's more, um, just, just just wild just like you know it's more experimental i guess for the most mm-hmm. part but uh the problem was is that uh they they you know they're trying okay should we go to hbo no hbo could just we could just do a bunch of stuff but we're not gonna get a lot of eyeballs on us because it's hbo even though we could do whatever we want um let's let's try to make it one of the th- main three right now and they went with uh abc so so family uh, friendly though I think at this at the time they weren't bought by Disney yet. Oh. But then they were bought by Disney as they were making this show. And what ends up happening is that they they were gonna make their cool, edgy show, and then they only slowly re- start realizing, like, oh, we we're 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 the weirdos that are messing up this family friendly entertainment. So their lead-in show was Home Improvement, and Home Improvement was huge back then. Yeah. And something that they showed everybody was like, um, I think also, uh, who else was on that show? Um, what's his name? Uh, Robert Smigel. So Robert Smigel does the TV Funhouse on SNL. He also does uh, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Uh, and he was also a showrunner on uh, uh, Conan O'Brien's show. So anytime they would do... Uh, oh, uh, we're going to talk to Bill Clinton. And then like you see the lips move, but the face doesn't. That's yeah, yeah, him. yeah. That was him as well. So so at, during the documentary, he says, oh, I don't think I've ever really watched. Uh, at the time, I never watched uh, Home Improvement. You know, I heard about Tim Allen. He was a comedian and, you know, he got busted for drugs at one point. So, you know, I thought he was like kind of like one of us, you know, he's kind of a edgy or like, you know, interesting comedian. And then I actually watched an episode of the show and, I, and then I realized, oh my God, we're, 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 we're squandering what we're getting. And people are watching a show with their kids 
and then they're coming into a show that's our show that's t- like pretty much not for kids. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they talk about their first episode. I remember watching the first episode. Uh, I think they're pretending to be Dana Carvey's pretending to be Bill Clinton. And he says something to the extent of, you know, I, I think Bill Clinton said something where he wanted to be the father and the mother of the country or something. And so they took that line and they ran with it. And okay. so uh, he's talking to everybody. So he's addressing the nation as Bill Clinton. And he's like, I want to be the, the I also want to be the mother of our nation. And so what I've done was I had myself surgically uh, uh, have uh, be able to give to, to, to lactate. And then I've also surgically implanted more than uh, more nipples on myself. And so all of a sudden he takes off his shirt and he's lactating from his top nipples. Then he has two other nipples below those and two other nipples below those. And they start handing him dogs and the dogs are suckling from him. It's just, this is at nine o'clock at night on ABC. (laughs) And it was like the most, they were trying to get the, like the, the, the network was trying to get them to like, Hey, could you not do that? And they're like, no, we have to do this. This is our show. It's what it's, it's what it's all about, man. You know, Gen Xing it up. Yeah. <laughs> really hit really like what new show, hippie. What show is this? Because I've seen this. The Dana Carvey show. Yeah. Yo, honestly, I've told many people Dana Carvey show was like <laughs> Yeah, one of the best TV shows ever. But um so they also you know they, they so they talk about that um like i mentioned before Stephen colbert got his start on that show steve carell got his really? their start on that show um but like you know if you watch if you actually sit down and watch the whole thing now it seems like maybe there might be like two or three jokes that are gold and then some stuff that runs a little bit too long or just for like it didn't not, age well yeah it's like parts of it didn't age well there's oh my god there's they in the documentary, they don't really shy away that there was like a really racist part in it, uh, where they're like, you know, and the preface they're like, oh, the nineties were a different time, all right. And then Stephen Goldberg was like, just remember, I was Gregory Peck in this sketch, in the sketch, I wasn't anybody else. So basically, it's the gra- it's the Oscars. They're going to um, present the 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 foreign film, <laughs> the foreign mm-hmm. film Oscar. And they say the first name, which is an Indian name, and then the person thinks they won, and the Indian person is played by Stephen Colbert. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's in the brown face. Oh and no! He, and then there's another part where Dana Carvey gets up, like they start going through the rest of the names, and there's an Asian name, and Dana Carvey goes up, and he's Chinese, and he's doing the, the Chinese thing. And then they say another name and they're Arabic. And then it's um, Louis C.K. and the other guy dressed up as Arab guys with, with like the, 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 the hat, the sea cat kind of thing. And you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's aged like cheese. This, oh, no, not cheese. Aged like milk, spoiled milk. It was and they're just like, yeah, we went a little bit too far sometimes. Um, it was like another person that saw the show. <laughs> they had a skit called uh granny granny clown grandma clown and oh, it's literally no. a woman like she's dressed up as a clown she has a walker the walker has clown feet on it and she's walking forward and it's just super like weird and like it's 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 not funny it's a weird thing <laughs> it's you know when you're a comedian 
there's times where you're not trying to be funny. You're trying to bomb on purpose. Um, Norm Macdonald was like very famous for doing that. And like the comedians in the back are laughing because, wow, this guy's really bad. He's purposely being bad. We know he's good, but this is amazing. Oh, wow. He's making the crowd just walk out on him and stuff like that. That skit was basically that. It was just very weird. Uh, and then like this clown woman had this like ending bit where she would press a button on her walker and then there's a cream pie and the cream pie would just slowly like ratchet mm-hmm. up to her just super slow and you're just like oh my god this is dumb and terrible mm-hmm. and yeah so if you do buy the dana carvey show on dvd you can buy it you know just be warned it's not it's it's almost like experimental jazz the, the is TV it, show is it like? Would you compare it to like um, Kids in the Hall type thing? No, I think I think Kids in the Hall was pretty funny for the most part. Ah. This, this, like, I was tempted to buy it, and then I started reading the uh, the the um, the reviews on it, and there's some, there like some people are like it, some stuff is like there's like one or two gold moments, and other times it's just. Oh boy, this is a this is a trudge. This is oh man, this is of its time. Oh man, this is not. Whew, you know, like yeah, it's you're like this is a portal tough. in time that no one wanted. <laughs> it was very like Mon- like so, like I guess some people were saying like it's very Monty Python ish, but sometimes there's like one or two skits that are really good, and other stuff is like oh man, this is you're trying and like you know you're trying something different, but it's not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that did survive of this show was this is where the ambiguously gay duo cartoon started. Oh and, no shit. Yeah, so this is where it actually yes. started. Yes. Um Ace and Andy are played by uh are played by um Stephen Carell, Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell. No so way. that's that's those two voices and then um because uh I guess this was also produced by um the creator of uh SNL, I forgot his name at the moment. Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. That's why X Presidents was on this too, right? Yes. Yes. So so they were like, Yeah, sure, I'll take that. I'll I'll take those cartoons and anything else you're gonna do for it. And Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert said, anytime they ask us to do that cartoon, we we'll we'll do it. Because that that show made our career. So if we didn't have that show, we wouldn't do it. So and even the people that like even Robert Smiley was like, I still I every once in a while I'll do the show. I'll do the ambiguously gay duo and i'll ask them to come they don't have to come they're big names they don't need to but they still show up so i'll still do it if, if they're willing to do it so i thought that was pretty interesting and, and when it goes back to them they're like yeah like the show made our show he made our he made us dana carvey made us we're, we're basically uh dana carvey's one of our heroes one of our sketch comedy <laughs> heroes and yeah if they ask us to do something we'll totally totally do it you know um but yeah. yeah when i first saw ambiguously gay duo and it was and i remember it, it was 10 p.m on a tuesday night because mm-hmm. that's when no 9 30 on a tuesday night because that's when uh that show was on and i was like boy this is gonna be <laughs> like this is 90 yeah five or six i was like nah man like there's 96. no way that, this is not going over well without somebody getting fired i remember going to the schoolyard the next day and i was like listen you guys need <laughs> Y'all need to see this. This is the mm-hmm. Dana Carvey show, Ambiguous and Gay Duo. Yeah. Greatest, greatest thing ever. <laughs> mama, if you want mama, I will bring you to mama. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> this kid. Judge um, but yeah, <laughs> definitely the, the documentary is really, really good. It's really funny. Um, and definitely worth a watch. For sure worth a watch. Um, 
just seeing all those guys when they're really young and just like, whoa. And so even Robert Smigel is like, I thought the way to make a good show is just you get the talented, most talented people and you make a show. Apparently, I was horribly wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of planning and a lot of work to be done. No, they did a lot of planning, did a lot of work, but um, they did eight episodes, only one season. Uh, oh, Bob Odenkirk is also in there too. Uh, but um, the, there's only one unaired episode, and it seems like that was the last episode. And they just they just showed another uh, episode of Coach at the time. So oh they even my God. I remember that, and I was pissed. Yeah. So would, yeah. Oh, and so also the running joke of the show was that they always had a different sponsor every episode. Mm. So first episode was Taco Bell. Then the um, the Bill Clinton has tits thing happened. Then the next episode was Mug Root Beer. Then the following episode was Mountain Dew. Uh, and then on that episode, they said, what does what does Mountain Dew look like? It looks like good yellow drink. Like they were purposely <laughs> saying a bunch of stuff, but not saying that it, it looked like pee on purpose. Like I like even though I was a kid, I was watching. I was like, you're going to say it looks like pee, but you're not going to because you know you shouldn't and you know you're going to get into trouble. Uh, then after that it was diet mug root beer, so mug stuck around. Then th- the episode after that was Pepsi stuff, so anything that was related <laughs> to Pepsi. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the last one was a local Chinese food restaurant called Szechuan Dynasty. Uh, they were they were basically the restaurant that they would buy f- food from. They would buy <laughs> they would buy Chinese food from. <laughs> So yeah, so every time they kept pulling episode, pulling, um, pulling um, their fund, their 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 funding or whatever, there was like another one. But they were like, that was the crux of the joke. Like we weren't expecting them to stick around, <laughs> so it kind of worked out. Um, there was another one where I think after their big fallout, they they did a they made up a show called Watching TV. And it, oh my God, it was a funny roundabout way of, of, of doing something, but I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, definitely look out for, look for that documentary. I think it's on Hulu uh, called uh, Too Funny to Fail. All right. Well, I, I, don't, I don't have access to the music, so Skinny, you want, oh no, is he there? No, he's not there. He, he usually does the, the Oh, I'll do the, I'll do the music. Now it's the news. <laughs> so for first news i mean we were talking about a bunch of comic-con information but still something new came out uh for the avengers movies they will not be directed by the russo brothers it'll be directed by the shang chi film director uh, i hope i don't brutalize his name destin daniel Caton. oh okay. so that's interesting um i mean i think you know i wouldn't say the directing was necessarily the like you know, i think uh, i like shang chi uh mm-hmm. i didn't see many bad things in it i think they they know how to he knows how to give the disney feel so i think that could be good although i am surprised that the russos aren't coming back i I think they're just like oh man (laughs) this is oh boy like maybe they want to do something else and bring it to somewhere i mean not bring it to somewhere else but like that's a heavy undertaking two movies in that short amount of time yeah it's uh it's a lot but i mean you know i guess so is the toll for like you know wanting to make Star, I don't know, 
stardom, great things. I don't know how. You, yeah. You call well, it. I th- I thought their whole thing is that they wanted to do Secret Wars at least. Yeah, at least so that's what I'm saying. But, but but mind you, when I went to this uh, site, because earlier today when people were talking to me, it was they were saying, well, it's both movies, but in this one, it specifically says movie is one of two that will close out. So he's doing mm. the first one. So maybe they are just holding them back to be like, well, obviously we're bringing the Russos. Right. Because like they, like you said, they, they, they've been like slow, like slow rolling. Like we're going to do this. If you let it bring us back, that's the only reason why yeah. we'll come back is for this movie. And like, so you made the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to make the movie you said. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's, I, I think that's exactly how it's going to plan out. Um, Tron and Batman the Animated Series, uh, voice for Ra's al Ghul. Uh, David Warner dies at 80. Um, yeah, I heard about it. super sad. Yeah, it's a uh, super sad, you know, uh, I well lived life. You, you have two amazing, I mean, Tron, I think, is in the books, and I think Ra's al Ghul as the Batman, like, that's the voice. He's the voice that I read or that I hear when I read Reza, <laughs> Ra's al Ghul. So, yeah, yeah, thank you, sir. That's what I'll say to that guy. Yeah, and definitely for Tron, that that movie really spawned reboot. It spawned, you know, bits like Matrix. Anything that has to, excuse me, anything that has to deal with being in a machine, like that's the that's the the seed. And right it's also it. and it's also like you know the 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 pillar of the of of doing things CGI. If you really think mm-hmm. about it, it's like yeah. you know you have Star Wars and you have Tron. Tron mm-hmm. doesn't get like that nod that often because it's not such a big franchise but right i would i would say star wars star trek to a certain degree but star trek they always found ways to get around having to be in space and stuff so like mm-hmm. more yeah, i'm on the so, bridge i'm, I'm walking yeah. in a hall yeah. i think for star wars the only thing that was actually computer like at least in like in the 70s was just like when they were doing the the the, the projection not the projection they were showing you oh this is what we have to do to like destroy the the uh the death star so like they, they get the plans it's like all in 3d like a like a what do you call it like um a skeleton i guess of mm-hmm, what it looks mm-hmm. like that was actually done in cg yeah okay. that particular part in there everything else is very much practical and small um small uh models and everything and just because uh doc is in here this week we talk about hopefully without a dan Harmon joke but Rick and Morty season six is going to premiere in September. I'm surprised considering the last time they need, like, they usually take long. And this is pretty quick compared mm-hmm. to usual. So <laughs> good on them. They yeah. listen. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that's it, folks. Um, Skinny, you got anything to tell the people before you sign up? Oh, so Skinny's not there. Wendell? No. Uh, go check out Transformers Slag on YouTube. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and I'm here. Oh man, what was it that Brian always likes to say? Where your Jimmy caps or whatever. Safe sex, Honestly. good sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, we're out. Take care, Peace. everyone. Peace. Peace.